Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss as I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Normally, this is the podcast where Jordan and I help you navigate the challenges of modern life. And we will get back to that once Jordan has left the castle. But for now, this is the official home for those who wish to get behind Jordan and support him in his final week during his time away on primetime television. And if everyone listening to this podcast right now voted five times on the free I'm a Celebrity app, there'd be thousands and thousands of votes for our Jordan. So please, what are you waiting for? Don't delay. Go out and vote. I am the head vote pusher, William Hansen, usually an etiquette coach and author. I'm more court circular. Jordan's more court jester. The public are voting for which celebrity they want to stay in the castle. Will any of them be getting any sleep with the knowledge that the public may actually want them out? How will their fragile egos cope when the time comes? Talking of fragile egos, hello producer Ben. Hi guys. Uh, two things I want to bring up from your intro, just because I, I feel like some something needs explaining. Um, court circular, what does that mean? You're more court circular and Jordan's more court jester. Now, I understand the jester part, but court circular, I don't understand. So what is going on there? So the court circular, it's in the uh, the Times and the Telegraph every day, and it's a record of what um, working members of the royal family have done the day before. So you can look it up and it'll tell you what the Queen's done. Not, you know, not like, you know, 9am, <laughs> freshened up. That, not not that sort of thing. And people are saying print media is failing. I wonder why. Goodness me. <laughs> Second thing. All right, that's enough of your lip. Vote pusher. Uh, one way of putting it, wouldn't that make you chief whip? Well, we know what Jordan likes. There we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll chuck it up and you hit the joke there. <laughs> that's how this works. Now, I had a very exciting day yesterday because this is completely unrelated to I'm a celebrity, everybody, but but stick with me. If I said to you, Ben, what's the most 
2020 must-have product that everyone needs have? There are two possible answers to this. A face mask? That was the other answer, not the answer I was looking for. Okay. Well, I don't think I'm going to get the other answer. Am I? Yes, you are. You you might use it when you're before you put your face mask on or when you take it off, or you should, I hope. Mouthwash? No, hand sanitizer. No, not that mouth bloody wash. <laughs> well, if you, there's been a lot of chat about bad breath and face masks. Okay. Yeah, well, hand sanitizer, yes. hand okay. sanitizer, hand sanitizer. And look what I found today out of my essential shopping. Hand sanitizer with the royal warrant on it. Whoa. Oh, wow. Not one, but two royal warrants. Does it kill more bacteria? Yes, it kills all grades and classes of bacteria. I'll just have a little spritz now. Even posh bacteria. Yes, even... Wow. Corona-free. All gone. Um, Just a quick note before we move on. Bit of embarrassment. I think for both of us, but mainly for me, because... Mainly for you. Yesterday's episode, we were talking about an autobiography, and I assumed that the autobiography, Unbroken, was written by one of the Obamas. Um, (laughs) Then later on in the episode, I actually mentioned the autobiography called Unbroken. Um, And of course, it's written by Beverly Callard. I've bought it. It's hopefully on its way to me. Um, Very embarrassing. A couple of G&D did tweet in to say, Ben, you're literally talking about Beverly Callard's autobiography. So embarrassing. I've mentioned my bad memory before. There's a great example. Just wanted to to sort of put that one to bed. Not an Obama, Beverly Callard. Easy mistake to make. Coming up later, I'll be chatting to CBBC presenter and friend of Jordan's, Joe Tasker, or for our Northern listeners, Joe Tasker. Best of luck. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep showing the Northern spirit. Helping out in camp and shaving your tash, you'll do well. Let's raise our glasses. I think we need to toast mutton. Mutton. To lamb dressed as mutton. (laughs) No, it's mutton dressed as lamb. Yeah, okay, sorry. Well, maybe it works both ways. Maybe that that saying is obviously famous for the other way around, but it could work both ways. Yes, possibly. Maybe it's it's sort of uh, young sheep dressing older than they actually are. There we go. Well, I would quite like to add as well, I am am raising a glass of gin and de bonnet made by my, my fair hand. I managed to get my hands on some D and I'm not letting go. So I decided that every night this week I'll be having... A strong glass of, of G&D. You, but I thought you didn't like the, the stuff that you do yourself. I thought you only liked the stuff that we, we sell on the website, the pre-mixed stuff. Yeah, I don't like it really at all, but... Why don't you talk about the competition? Yeah, uh, the competition is back again, as always. There'll be a post on Instagram with all the details of what you need to do to enter. Basically, as we know by now, you just tag in a mate who you think will like the D... And one of the lucky commenters, will I'll pick one out at random using some very fancy software. And um, yeah, the winner will get two bottles of pre-mixed gin and bonnet, two bottles, two cocktails of the choice from the thebottlebartender.co.uk. Um, and as William alluded to just then, they are absolutely scrumptious. So definitely worth winning. And if you don't fancy chances of winning, then definitely worth buying. Such an East London word, scrumptious. I did think as I said it, I have not, that word has not crossed my lips for many years, if ever before, but there we go. It's used to describe the pre-mixed bottles from thebottlebartender.co.uk. Good. Now, interestingly, and again, you know, I'm not, I'm not sort of as au fait with this programme as, as you or many of our listeners are, but we've reached the stage in the competition, it's, it's at week three, where the trials are decided by the camp. 
So it's not the public, they themselves decide who. I think maybe that changes a bit later on and actually they, sort of maybe the producers decide when, when there are fewer of them. But the sort of the, the yesterday, yesterday's episode opened with the campmates deciding who should do this trial. Critter Clink, they called it. Yes, I think for now until the end, it's basically the campmates choose who is going to do the trial. So there's a, there's always a bit of discussion. And then at some point, it will end up being that basically every campmate does the trial. Um, they normally do a quite famous one where they have to basically run down this sort of massive expanse with like fans and stuff. It's called a cyclone. We'll get to that or some sort of version of that, I'm sure. For now, we were doing the critical link. And obviously, we were quite happy because Jordan put himself forward for the trial. So any guilt that we we felt for voting him into those trials, we go, you need to just get rid of that guilt because he obviously wants to put him forward for his own hell. So, well done us. And actually, I think Jordan would have been fine with Critter Clink. Uh, for those that didn't see it, Victoria Derbyshire in the end, it was a, it was a sort of a two, two-man race in the end between Russell Watson and Victoria Derbyshire. And uh, Victoria did it in the end. And she went down into the, the dungeon of the castle and there were lots of different rooms and barrels and sort of cubby holes that she had to sort of crawl into. And she had to, as ever, get the stars. And the the overriding theme was apparently that she was quite slow doing it. Now, I mean, she wasn't necessarily the, the niftiest, but she did manage in the end to get nine stars out of 11. I don't think yeah. it was that bad, do you? It, I thought the same. It was a bit bizarre. I mean, because of the edit, obviously, we know you and I especially know that when something is edited down, you you can get to a joke much quicker or you can get to the stars much quicker. So when we watch it as viewers, maybe it looks a lot faster than it actually is. Yes, because when we edit this, you're quite funny. Yes, I mean, that was that was my joke, but you've really hammered that home. No, but I may, I, yes, I just made it a bit funnier. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, she ended up getting nine stars. <laughs> if, if she was that slow, I'd say the producers, you got that wrong because you shouldn't have got nine out of 11. It was a bit embarrassing, I thought, for, for Ant and Dec. They're like, this is so slow. It's like, well, she got 80% of the stars. Not that bad. Maybe they, they were just keen to get home. Yeah, maybe they had a takeaway on the on the way. So they needed to get home. The, the time that Victoria had to do the trial, 12 minutes still? 12 minutes, which is long. Well, yeah, but surely have they not thought it should be 11 minutes? Because 12 minutes, minute per star, there are only now 11 celebrities, will lop a minute off. Oh my goodness. Yeah, probably. I mean, yes. Did someone not think that through? Do you want to call Anton Deck now? I'll, I'll send them a DM. <laughs> The, there were also this, the sort of the things that she had to um, crawl through and, and get started off with a wolf. Now, we have to talk about this wolf <laughs> because that was basically a husky. It was cute. I would absolutely love that wolf for a pet. It just stood there. And it was sedentary. And then she had to crawl into another box and basically sort of come up against the Britney Spears snake, <laughs> which wasn't massively scary either and fairly static. Yeah, it's not great. It's a snake. But all of the animals didn't really do much. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think my sort of six-year-old cousin could have got 12 here, or 11. Hey, it, was, it would have been so easy for him, he would have got 12. He would have found a 12th one. And these nine stars produced octopus and fennel. I can't think of two worse things I'd rather eat. I hate octopus and sea- well, seafood, fish, anything like that. And fennel, anything with fennel in it is kiss of death. Ooh, yeah, I completely agree. And Jordan didn't like it either, because he, he spat out his octopus. Yes, it reminded me of our infamous episode, Help Do I Spit or Swallow? 
and the chomping on pork moment, which we shall perhaps rebrand as chomping on octopus. Chomping on octopus, yes. Uh, and yes, he, he spat it out, which, which you know, when you do get something that you want need to remove from your mouth quickly, such as a, a piece of bone, fatty pork, uh, or whatever... Yes, you don't obviously don't swallow it because that that would do yourself a mischief. But you are supposed to use your other hand in order to sort of spit it into, and then put it on the side of your plate. And again, I'll be noting that down uh, to talk to Jordan when he comes out of the castle. Well, that might be slightly harsh because he, I think when he did it, he was like looking around shiftily. So in that context, he wouldn't have had a napkin or anything. So in that context, he might have. Th- clocked everyone not looking he was like oh here's my opportune moment did it little did he know or he forgot that there's probably about 200 cameras pointing at the celebrities at one time so he got caught on camera but in the context of the camp maybe he did the right thing well who knows uh we can agree to disagree then jordan jess and russell went off to do uh, one of three castle coin challenges we were treated to three of them uh, last night and Jordan, Jesses and Russell's sort of um, game that they had to do, they basically they had to pass water uh, in one way or another. They passed it over here, they passed it over there, uh, a little bit went everywhere but that's very much the running theme of, of this series. Um, and Jordan came up with the, the wonderful Jordan quote, my tongue's out, which means I'm concentrating, which will explain one or two things from Jordan and my history. <laughs> Oh. It's not true, it's just a good gag. Ladies and gentlemen, never never let the truth get in the way of a good gag. Um, Jordan did, though, insist. There was a bit, whilst they were passing water, there was discussion of passing water of, a, of another variety, and Jordan did insist that the urine that perhaps had been found around the lavatory wasn't him, and Jess did actually very nicely, and this is, this is true, comment that Jordan, she notices that Jordan does always put the lid down which is the sign of a gentleman. Wow. Okay, again, well, he's, he's doing all right then, isn't he, this Jordan? You always moan about him, but if he's doing all these gentlemanly things, then what's so, wrong, what's so bad about him? I like, I like to think he's doing well because of me. Okay. I like to think I've just lifted him up a bit. And then Russell mentioned that he... Oh, don't. <laughs> he wiped the sprinkle after he tinkled. Yes, he... he I mean, and we were sort of, we don't quite know exactly what he does because thankfully he was interrupted because they realised that they needed to get back uh, to the game at hand, as it were. Uh, and so they, they went back to doing to doing that. Um, and then once uh, other games had taken place and all the campmates had had to go doing these castle coin challenges, um, they then had this sort of bizarre uh, trial style thing and I, I didn't really understand quite how it worked they had to open these boxes and they either had a little uh treat from home silver card like a business card for a, a drag queen or they had to or they got a star Do you know them well yes <laughs> got a couple and uh everyone seemed to um get treats with the exception of AJ, Jordan and Geo. And why they missed out is because sort of if you were a, a campmate that then opened a box and revealed a star or a treat from home drag queen business card, you would you then had the ability to decide who got that treat from home. I don't believe you could choose yourself, but let's say if Ben opened a box, you could go, William, you're going to get the treat from home. And nobody seemed to pick AJ, Jordan or Geo. 
uh, Giovanna, sorry, saying it as if I'm on first name, nickname, shortened terms with her. Um, but that's what happened. Um, AJ and Jordan, obviously pretty sad. Jordan's heart, I, I could see Jordan actually really struggling with it, but also trying to sort of play it cool and slightly failing. Face on. But it, it was a bit eclipsed by Giovanna's um, tears, understandable. Um, and I, I had sort of wanted... Anton Deck or, or somebody or maybe Russell the Crow to sort of come in at the last minute and go, yeah, here we go, here are your treats. You can all have them. Not how it works, William. It would, there'd, there'd be no jeopardy. There would, I, it's hard, and it's, it's especially hard when you see a, a close friend obviously not getting that little treat, but it, it's, it's the game. It's, one, it's another aspect. If, if they didn't do it like that, then there'd be no point. Like, we, we'd... There would have been no point watching last night. So they miss out, but I'm sure there'll be more opportunities to hear messages of love and support from the outside world at some point in the next few days, or I hope anyway. Um, but yeah, tough. And I think it's easy to forget when obviously Jordan isn't a, a mother or a father that these messages, sort of people assume that they don't mean as much, but I, I, I think that's a load of old tosh. To, to use a phrase that you might use, good. I'm glad we agree on that. Just because you know, just because you're you're not a parent or or whatever, doesn't mean to say the message from home means means any less. And you sort of can be. Mm. There isn't a sliding scale of oh, well, you can be more upset if you know if such and such, and you can you have to be less upset uh, if the other way round. So I'm, I'm glad we agree on that. Hopefully, Jordan, AJ, and Giovanna will get there treats from home at some point now ben if if we had sent jordan a treat from home and i think we should just just to calm twitter down certainly calm my twitter down uh we haven't sent him anything no. well, well well you haven't oh don't say they've asked you no i haven't either i mean it's all very well you replacing <laughs> jordan on this podcast don't replace me uh what would you give him maybe maybe Dubonne. but it's just a, it was a snack wasn't it if it was Dubonne and they like had the sort of paper casing that it was in it would just been empty <laughs> opened it remember my friend george in i think series three maybe made those gin and, gin and de bonnet chocolates mm, i do remember so we could have sent some of those via chicago bit of a faff to get them to wales i appreciate he does like chicago yes he does yes there we go oh it had so much meaning how how very meta <laughs> um or it's not edible we could have got him a little dressing gown belt sort of rolled up yeah I, that was the sort of, the size would have been right for that. Yeah. The price is right. Uh, no, the size is right for that little package and a dressing gown belt. And obviously would have been able to reuse it. You could have tied up different people around the camp. Lots of opportunities for fun where obviously if it's just a, a chocolate or a, or a jelly bear, it's down in one and then it's done. You can reuse a dressing gown belt. And I would have liked to have seen him explain to everybody else and indeed the nation why we had sent him a dressing gown belt. Uh, 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 oh. I can just hear him, you know, ec- echoes around the castle. <laughs> I'm not kinky! That's just the ghost. But, alas, we'll have to wait and see what, what has been sent to him and who has sent it to him. If indeed we ever do see that, we, we may never know. His his little voice did crack as he told everyone else not to worry, which, you know, made made me start to go. I was I was a little bit a uh, little bit emotional at that point. Mm. Um and and then uh, Wendy sort of made an appearance um, circuitously via Jordan. Jordan did a, an impression of Wendy. He didn't say it was Wendy, but I think Gene Devers and, and people that know Jordan well enough will know 
that that's who he meant. Although he did, do, he did do a cigarette, and I'm not sure whether Wendy ever did smoke. So I think maybe that has that's been added in. There's a bit of like Wendy, sort of Wendy's friend's aunt. I think there was an aunt at some point, or and also his yes nanny. I can't remember what he calls his. Oh yes, yes, the the, the chain smoking granny that would would chain smoke all the children to sleep. Yeah, yep. exactly. So I think there's a sort of a, an amalgamation of of Burnley woman all in one there saying the. Mutton dresser's lamb with with a touch touch of Cruella de Vil, um, and then another public vote. Who would go? And again, oh, are you okay, William? I do you want me to take over? I think I stop breathing. <laughs> I might have done. You know when people die, then they they die for like a second when they're on the operating table. I think that's sort of what happened to me because I suddenly went no. This this isn't you know we've all taken this for granted. Uh, oh my god! I mean, I I voted. I used my app votes. I voted numerous times by by phoning from my mobile. Mikey did did the same. I know a lot of our friendship circle did it as well. We can't take this for granted. If we want Jordan to progress, we all must vote. Did you, did you vote, Ben? Of course, I voted. Yes, and I mobilised okay, the good. troops. Lots of people getting involved on Twitter. So that's something that I'd like to see repeats of every single time that vote opens, that we're given the opportunity to vote for Jordan, is the screenshots of five votes for our for our Jordan. Um, but yeah, it, it again, my heart was beating faster than the other day. I don't quite know how it's going to take these next five days of votes because it's struggling already, I think, the little old beater inside me. It's, it's, it's at its limits. Um, so Dear. to to keep me alive, vote for Jordan. <laughs> is what if, I'm trying to say. If nothing else, <laughs> keep us keep this podcast in a producer. That would that would be nice. But the person that did go, spoiler alert for those that haven't watched it, was my second favourite. Oh, William, Ruthie Henschel. Oh, it must have been tough. I say second favourite. I don't really know why. This has just become a, a running joke that's got out of hand. <laughs> Um, she she's fine. Um, off she went. She went and had her ex in- interview with Anton Deck. They played her highlights package, which had her talking about her, her night with Prince Edward or nights with Prince Edward in Buckingham Palace. And at that moment, you realised, you saw the look on her face as she realised she won't be getting an MBE. <laughs> she won't be outranking Holly Arnold anytime soon. Ruthie Henschel brackets not getting an MBE <laughs> close brackets. <laughs> Yes. Well, to be fair to Ruthie, we I joke that you obviously love her, but she was a, a part of a couple of Jordan classic moments. So that they're worth remembering, I'd say. So obviously we had the foot rub, which was part of the challenge that she had to do when she mm. first entered the castle. And we also had uh, her teaching Jordan how to do all that jazz from Chicago. So exactly. that's how this podcast will remember her. She seemed nice enough and it was funny to joke that William loved her for a time. So... <laughs> That's over. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll shed a tear about that. On we go. On we go. Another day. We've got another show tonight. What will tonight bring? Now, Gene Divas, do you want to know what could possibly be worse than knowing about Russell Watson's lavatorial habits? Jordan's joke of the week. Bill and Ben in a pub. Bill says to Ben, flubber, glubber, lubber, 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 because that's how Bill and Ben used to speak. Ben says, go on, Bill, you're pissed. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages... And another spritz of the luxury royal warranted anti back. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavor for your neighbor. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door. My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Welcome back, GM Divas. William, one more thing before we invite our latest special guest onto the podcast. How are you feeling for the picky tea on Friday? Well, I mean, for a start, we just need to stress that I am only doing that if Jordan is in the final. Yes. If he's not, I'm having a city dinner and there's not a hope in hell that I'm having a picky tea. We know that. Stop stop distracting from the subject. You don't need to say this every time. If I do have to have a picky tea, can I just use the freezer section at Waitrose? Absolutely not. No chance at all. You use that section anyway. That's just like me saying, can I go get some well, I don't, fancy I don't craft actually. beer from East London? No, you need to come to Hackney, Iceland I'm not with your dear to... old friend, No, Ben. If you look at the restrictions, it clearly says that once London goes into tier two, you cannot travel to a different section if it's to visit Iceland for a picky tea. It's in the legislation. That is incorrect. Black and white from Public Health England. It's not true. It says if you want to take part in a picky tea challenge on a Friday night in support of your good friend Jordan, who's on the television, with your other good friend, producer Ben, who is on the podcast with you currently, then you are, in fact, permitted to go to Iceland. Together, but separately, right. but close enough so that producer Ben can, in fact, see that you go into the Iceland and buy things from there. Maybe start putting a list together. What do you want? What do you want to, to put together in your picky tea? And I'll, I'll see you on Friday. Right. Well, what I want to do now is talk to our guest. And our guest today is someone who has the relative pleasure of calling Jordan a close friend. The CBBC star and social media funster, Joe Tasker. Hello, Joe. Hello, William of Hampton. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right, and you? I'm good. I'm grand, thanks. They'll be good. Good. Uh, what are you making of uh, Jordan on I'm a Celebrity to date? Um, so far, I believe that it's what I was expecting. Plus more. What, and there are so many to choose from, what has been your Jordan highlight? I'd say definitely the introduction of Jeff. 
<laughs> the, Jeff, yeah, Jeff, the full Jeff had an allure. Yeah, and then he entered. I didn't reckon he looks very different with no facial hair. Like ten years younger, different. Yeah. Now we should just say you, you and Jordan know each other. How long? When did when did you meet? How did you meet? And, and then I can work out whether he, he would have been clean shaven at that point. Oh my goodness! It was a radio one big weekend, and it was probably three years ago. And I think he was just grizzly Jordan face at that point. Yeah, that he was he was at peak grizzle. Yeah, peak grizzle, hundred percent. Beardless Jordan, you're you're not loving. Is it a bit weird? Yeah, no, sorry, it was it was odd when he walked in um, with nothing on his face. But then I can't say I've taken much notice to how much hair's on his face. I just like no, oh, it's Jeff. <laughs> Why Jeff? Do you, do we do we think he he knows somebody that he now looks like called Jeff? I think he does. I think he's got a past friend. Um, that him of Jeff with the tash. God, well, as long as he doesn't introduce Jeff to us, I think that's that's for his friend. You love that one. You'd love Jeff, Jeff and Jordan, and you can just choose which one you prefer to speak to on the podcast. Now, at the start of Jordan's time in the castle, producer Ben tells me that you were having some trouble with your sofa that possibly oh Jordan <laughs> may or may not have. Can you share a little bit more about that, Joe? Please. This is so random. So, when I moved into the apartment I'm in now in London, the, yep. it was meant to be unfurnished and the stage was like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. And it turns out it wasn't. So I moved in with my sofa and the landlord's furniture. Right. So my options were storage for a year or so, which added up quite a bit. And then I thought, well, maybe someone would like to store it for me in their place. And Jordan would love a sofa and a chair. Yes. So long story short is he has my furniture in his house and I am moving very shortly and I couldn't get a hold of him and I wondered why. <laughs> and then it was announced he was in the so, so I've had a journey of trying to get hold of his roommate um, to reclaim the furniture. And I think I will be soon. So he might return with no furniture. <laughs> uh, which, his roommate, I was trying to convince him I wasn't a con man um, that just really wanted furniture. It'll be lovely. Jordan will come out and think, oh, I can't wait. No longer do I have to sit on a, a stump, a nice stone seat. I can't wait to sit on my sofa. I'll open the door and it won't be there. There's nothing. Left has been burgled, just just the furniture. Although to be fair, he's I'm could they be confident that it'll be to the end, if not win? Well, who knows? I mean, we can't all be complacent, that's what we're saying. We've all got to keep voting. Although, are you actually sort of voting for other people because you want Jordan out because you want your furniture back? <laughs> no, I'm talking to Joey's roommate now, and the only reason this stranger trusts me is because I'm also a cold Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why he's letting me in his house. Right. Okay. Well, um, it's obviously it's a, it's a unique club. Are you a Joseph in full? Actually, no. I am just a Joe. You're just a Joe. Ah, oh, have you told other Joe this? I haven't actually, but that's the, probably the conversation we'll have two meters yeah. away from the step before I take his furniture. Yeah. He may not cr- trust you. I don't know whether whether flatmate Joe, who is uh, who is also our news correspondent on this podcast with Skylight News, oh. uh, that gives us updates on Jordan Skylight. Uh, I don't know whether he's a full Joe or not. Yes, I've seen that. Yes, isn't it? How many times is it now? Have we got a skylight counter? Uh, I believe that the the skylight. Well, yeah, that it's been open and it's been chucking it down. Oh, more more times than it's been closed. Really, he's a maniac. I don't understand. Yeah, looking at the trials that they do in the camp, and they have all sorts of things chucked all over them. You're obviously a children's television presenter, so you've probably been covered in your fair share of gunk in your time. Gunk, yes. Um, they don't so much chuck animals. No. Well, well, I did have three crickets the other day. Oh, what did you have? Sorry? It was crickets, but they were like, you know, it's like the edible crickets, so it's, they're all ready to be eaten. Oh, right. Okay. Nice. Love them. Like cardboard. I don't know if you like them, William, just over, like, it's a topping for an ice cream. Is being covered in gunk as bad as it looks? 
Um, do you know what it is? It's the aftermath of trying to wash it out of hair and other places, which I haven't seen on the telly. It's that. But I think on the show, it's probably, it's freezing. It's always cold, always freezing. Oh. Okay, and is it always green or do they do multicolored gunk? <laughs> oh, we have multiple colors. We've got yellow, pink, green, so whatever the food color we put in. What exactly is the gunk? I mean, what is it? Do you know what? I have no idea. I don't know how they make it. We never see them make it. It could be anything. Our guest uh, on uh, on yesterday's episode was Christopher Biggins, and he said that with uh, with I'm a Celebrity, uh, certainly in Australia, and I assume in, in Wales as well, they actually have a special man whose job it is to breed and look after the, the maggots and the cockroaches and the rats. So maybe maybe children's TV has an equivalent, which is just a gunge man. No, we, we have a gunk team. A gunk team. And the only thing I see is them stirring it around with a big wooden spoon. Wow, what a job. I know, right? Fun fact. Um, do you think Jordan would make a good children's television presenter? Because obviously, you know, he's going to be coming out of this. He might have a couple of other new career options. Oh, he may have none. Who knows? But children's TV, do you think uh, Jordan would be good or not? I think he would. I think if he does have different paths and he wants to, he wants to go. To be fair, he has been on the show. I think he he was on your podcast once and he was a bit late because I say your podcast it is a joint podcast. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said he was. Having to put socks on his feet or something, I can't remember. He was having to tie his shoelaces wearing oven gloves. That's the noodle, you see. That's what you can expect in kids' TV. <laughs> so I think he'd be brilliant at it because it is more or less um, your personality. And kids seem to um, they engage more when they can relate to someone of a similar mind age. So I think he'd be brilliant, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, that, well, that's an option. That's an option for him. Do you think I would be a good children's TV presenter? Or do you think I would be a bit patronising? Hmm, patronising. You, you, well, this is the thing. If you're presenting with someone else, you could ha- maybe have your own. It's patronising corner time. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts to you and you just read things at the children down the screen. That'd be cool. Right. Okay, that's nice. We, we also, on our regular podcast, when Jordan is, uh, is here, we have features called Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week, which are jokes very much not suitable for children's television, usually. Sometimes they're okay, but usually they're a bit blue. And uh, and we also have William's Wacky Word of the Week. And I'm now going to canvas for Wacky Word of the Week be replaced with Patronising Corner. <laughs> and we will forever credit you. I'm going to say, as long as if you've got a little jingle or a sting, there's a little task at the end. That's Don't even go there. I mean, jingle, we've got jingles. We have people that make jingles for us. Our listeners just get in touch with, and they've just made jingles. Yeah. Patronising corner, Joe Tasker, that would be amazing. <laughs> I'm there for that. Joe, Joe Tasker TM. But then it depends what happens after the sting. I don't know if I want to have my name attached to something. It depends how, how patronising you are. Oh, we can we can go pretty patronising. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, so looking at going back to the castle and back to the programme, if you were in there, what would be your worst fear? Right, this is the opposite of what people assume when they watch the screen because, like, oh, they've just got frogs in there. Oh, oh it's pigeons. They are my, like, frogs and goats. Oh, okay. You don't know what they're thinking. You don't know when they're going to jump. They jump. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't seen a goat on that programme yet. Because they're too scary, William. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in a field or a pen with a goat with horns and they just, they're just looking at you and they can ram you? Mm. Mm. Good. They can. <laughs> And I'll stop talking there, but you, I'll just let the rest settle into you. So what do you think Jordan needs to do to win I'm a Celebrity at the end of this week? I think he's, I think he's already doing it. I think he just needs to be himself and carry on. He's hilarious. I think everyone loves him. Um, and I think everyone's seen him for exactly who he is, which is a scaredy cat. But he, he does them, though. I wasn't expecting, especially the, 
was it Viper Vault? Was it his first Bush Tucker trial? And we thought, oh, it's not going to go through with that. That was the one, yeah. I mean, he did, obviously they did the, the, the abseiling, which they all, well, yeah. not they all did, but five of them did. Then there was that, really, in the grand scheme of things, quite tame thing that they all did again, where they all had things dropped on each other as they yeah. had to get the stars through. But then Viper Vault was his his first. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, that's what I mean. He hasn't. He's done everything that he said he didn't want to do or, was, or couldn't go through with. Um, and at the moment, everyone's who's everyone voting in for a trial now? It's not Jordan. They've laid off Jordan now. It's Shane. Shane. That's it. Shane Richie. Yeah, he's doing them all now. Um, yeah. Yeah, when, when you mentioned a tame one, I thought I think there's only so many things they can get delivered to Wales compared to Australia. Yeah, I don't know if Amazon Prime reaches that far. <laughs> Definitely not in a day. <laughs> no, so they've got they've got to plan ahead. Um, can we keep in touch with you, Joe, about SofaGate? Yes, at the moment. Hang on a minute. What are we on? It might be in two weeks' time, but it, does it end next week? It ends on Friday. Ah. But this podcast goes on. We hope. So you know, we might we might get you on for one of our bonus episodes to have full uh, update on Sofa and Jordan's yes. reaction to there being no furniture in his. Yes, definitely. I'll yes, I'll have to get some before and after pictures. And I think, yes. assuming he's, he's a tad busy after the castle, what happens? He might not even be there. Um, True, he way. might be moving straight into Buckingham Palace, <laughs> getting his mum's kitchen fitted first, then Buckingham Palace. Yes, sorting out Wendy's neff. <laughs> yeah, that's what she calls it. <laughs> yeah, she wants a new neff, don't we all? Can you give us a good luck message for Jordan, please? He can't hear us, but let's pretend he can. Jordan, buddy, best of luck. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I believe if you keep showing the Northern spirit of being scared of everything you face and also helping out in camp and shaving your tash, then I believe you'll do well. So keep going. Are you from the North as well? I'm from Leeds, yes. You're from Leeds. Oh, Leeds. I love Leeds. Oh, did you do one of your tour reps in Leeds? Was that a good crowd? We did uh, yes? Leeds was our last date and our last tour. We're going there again uh, this year. We're doing City Varieties. Ooh! I know. I'm very excited because that's a proper proper theatre. So you know, we're very excited for that. Um, but yeah, they were a good crowd. Good stuff. Joe, thank you very much indeed. Now on the podcast tomorrow, I'll be joined by one of the breakaway stars of Gogglebox. Such a breakaway. She ended up on Saturday Night Takeaway. Get it? It's former Queen of the Jungle. Ben, I'm very tired writing this. It's former Queen of the Jungle, Scarlet Moffat. And if you want to continue to show your support, the best thing you can do, if you're able, is vote for Jordan using the ITV app or however you wish to cast your votes. You can use the hashtag GetBehindJordan on social media. We're at SextedMyBoss on Twitter or Instagram. And remember, from now until Jordan's final day in the castle, whenever that is, we're relying on you, and Divas. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, g and We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. 
stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.